Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93, WIBC. My name is Craig Collins filling in the WhatsApp message from Hunter Biden uh, to a Chinese business associate is a smoking gun. That, that's, that's what this is. And it matters and it should be talked about a lot. And my favorite of some of the things I've read over the weekend, as far as the reasons why uh, this could be doubted or it might not have been followed up on or the FBI just didn't care about some of the things that were happening. And if you don't know the story, I guess I can go there first. Uh, this broke last week. There was a WhatsApp message sent from Hunter Biden uh, to a Chinese business associate uh, that says exactly this. I won't paraphrase it. I'll read it verbatim this time. I'm sitting here with my father and I would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled. Tell the director that I would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand. And now means tonight. Uh, he goes on Hunter Biden and Z. If I get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you uh, or the chairman, I will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction. I'm sitting here waiting for the call with my father. Smoking gun. <laughs> Sorry. Again, I'm, I'm amazed that people can't perceive that on a certain side of the political aisle uh, because for, for any of the accusations that Republicans stand too closely to politicians, whoever those politicians are, of course, um, anyone with Trump derangement syndrome feels that no matter what Republicans say that backs the former president, that somehow is is akin to this. But standing next to um, our president with this version of potential proof that his son was definitely working with him. Like, it's one thing. Here, here's what I'll say. It's one thing if this were the only thing that comes out of Hunter Biden that confuses us. If there wasn't the laptop from hell, if there wasn't all the other moments of weird um, uh, business dealings and members of the Biden family getting a bunch of money uh, put into bank accounts that makes no sense. All those things together with this make it unbelievable that you have defenses, one of which I saw that said, well, who knows if, if Joe Biden's really there? Maybe Hunter is making threats that he is using his politically connected father to leverage business dealings in other countries. And it's really just a Hunter thing. Like when he was selling art that made no sense and people were buying it for way too much money, uh, even though Hunter is not much of an artist, because, well, they totally weren't buying influence uh, from the current president. It's amazing. Uh, I, I know I'm repeating myself, but it's amazing to me that anyone thinks of these things as Republican conspiracy theories. It, it just is, because if the roles were reversed, as much as the whataboutisms of this gig that we do are so uh, boring and everyone does them, if this were any member of the, the Trump family, this would be covered 24-7, and every news organization would be sure uh, that the Trump family committed ridiculous crimes um, oh, right away. There, there would be no version of, let's wait for it to play out, let's give people the benefit of the doubt. A benefit of the doubt long should be gone in the world of Hunter Biden and his father, our president, 
uh, and yet it still exists. And you know what? Case in point might be what Pence said. And I know it's being covered by our, our news uh, very well today. Uh, but Mike Pence, uh, former vice president, running for president, uh, not really threatening right now in any kind of poll to the former president, but uh, still uh, an interesting uh, person who says a lot of valuable things, I think. Uh, but saying it this way, I think is very smart. When asked if you would pardon Trump if he is convicted, um, Pence says, why are we assuming he's going to get convicted for those federal um, uh, crimes, or at least the accusations of mishandling classified documents? Here we go. All right, hold on. Let me make sure you can actually hear this audio, and then we'll play it again. And here we go. Well, look, if I, if I had the great privilege of being president of the United States, um, I would take the pardon authority very seriously. You know, I've been a governor. Uh, I've actually granted pardons uh, to people, and there's a very careful process for evaluating that. And 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 uh, and I would I would apply that to every single case in that matter. But I, I appreciate you raising the point. I I don't understand why some of the other people running. Uh, for president in the Republican primary, uh, assume that the president will be found guilty. I, I think it's it, I think it's terribly premature, uh, and it and it shows really a disrespect for our judicial system. Uh, thank you, sir. Yes, it, in any situation, not just the the current situation going on with the former president. In any situation, assuming guilt uh, once those charges have been levied is actually a a uh, injustice to our justice system. I, I love it. I love the way you say that. Uh, but, and I guess this would be the pressing moment, if he was found guilty, which is part of the question, uh, would you pardon him? And if you look at things right now, I think a lot of Republicans are likely to say yes. And the reason they're saying yes is more um, simplistic than it should be. Uh, they see the poll numbers. Any politician right now running against Trump who says they wouldn't pardon him, unlikely to have the support of all the people right now who are uh, throwing their weight behind the former president, at least on the conservative uh, side of the aisle. So I, I do think it's interesting again, uh, but it really, I feel like ties back to the way in which media, the way in which so many handle uh, some of these conversations. One other example I'll keep throwing out there today, uh, the Wagner group or Wagner uh, group was the way I've been saying it, just because that's the way it, it looks and is spelled uh, here in the United States. But the Wagner group that threw that 24-hour mutiny rebellion uh, in Russia, uh, these are uh, mercenaries. Uh, these are, are paramilitary individuals um, who decided to uh, be done with Putin for 24 hours in Russia, and they marched toward Moscow. The parts of the story that are not getting covered a lot, they just gave up. They weren't really facing much, much resistance. Uh, they realized, according to several different um, um, experts that taking Moscow would be impossible and that their forces would be decimated. And I'm not trying to promote Russia. I think it's crazy when conservatives say some things and then some of the accusations lobbed are, well, he's pro-Russia. That's, that's, that's crazy. I, I think Vladimir Putin's a very bad guy. Uh, but I don't think the Wagner group uh, really had a realistic chance of overthrowing the Russian government. And I think there's an obsession about that right now in a lot of, say, American media or uh, Democratic politicians, because it's a great distraction from all the other stuff that matters quite a bit more right now, uh, like the Hunter Biden WhatsApp message. I absolutely think that we're uh, calling one thing something it's not yet, and doing that to draw, try to draw attention way over here to the blinking light. All right, I'll take another break. A lot more coming up. Uh, Craig Collins filling in, Tony Katz, The Morning News, 93 WIBC.